Hey everyone, welcome to the show. This week we're reviewing Cafe Tutu Tango and International Drive. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, you're watching The Trip. This is The Trip, episode 37, for the week of October 28th, 2015. The Trip is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation, whether it be theme parks on the West Coast, East Coast, or on the seas. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everybody. I have a correction. It is not the week of October 28th, 2015. It is the week of September 30th. (laughs) What an immediate correction. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We have had massive overhauls in our content schedule constantly. Things that we have planned to do far, far ahead of time are getting changed, and we're doing those sooner, and things that we had planned on doing sooner are getting pushed off. So my scripts are all... So where are we? What's the the date today? Uh, September 30th. Okay. Episode 33. Yeah. That's the final. October tw- I thought I lost a whole month there. I, thought, <laughs> I don't remember October. What happened? <laughs> this is our issue. It's scaring me. I don't remember the month of October. Actually. I was you- tripping. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Talking about tripping. Do you have an issue? I don't have an issue this week. I have an issue. Oh, tell me. Do we have an issue? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's your issue? So I've been going back and I've been watching the Friends episodes. And, okay, you remember this show? Yes. Ten years worth of it, right? Okay. At least, yeah. So I'm well into season three. I can see where you're going with this, but go ahead. As an adult, I am seeing this show differently than I did when I was a teenager in high school when the show was airing. Okay, just shut up there. You were in high school when this aired? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got no comment. (laughs) Well, you know, back... When it aired, you know, uh, there's Rachel Green, and she's, you know, she's the funny one, and she's so pretty. The funny one? Yeah, she's hysterical. And, you know, she's just the the fun-loving, all over the place, and everybody, you know, wants to be Rachel Green. And as an adult, I'm watching this, and... I guess I always I always like to think of myself being a Rachel Green person. I am so not. I am Monica Geller. You're Monica. I could have told you that from day one. Absolutely Monica <laughs> Geller the whole way. The whole nine yards. The, when she down to how she talks about the the tag on the bedspread goes at the bottom on the left side rather than at the top on the right Mo- side. How could you yes, not of know? Course. How could you not know that you're Monica? Told, it just occurred okay, to I'm me. I'm going back to you were in high school when this was on. Dustin, were you trying to get perfect attendance when this was <laughs> <laughs> What years are we talking about? I'll give you a better clue. What is the run, basically? I don't know. Or, I know. Well, my children it would, were little. would have been like... Mid to late 90s. Mid 90s is when it started. That was the whole, you yeah. know... You don't want to know, Teresa. Rachel Green You don't want to know. You were striving for... You, you don't want skill. You yeah. don't want to know what I was doing in the fourth grade. <laughs> okay. When this was on, I was like sitting at home rocking babies. Yeah, I was... Whoa. And I, you know who I am. You are a hundred percent Phoebe yeah, Buffay. Sadly, I singing am Phoebe. Smelly Cat all day. Okay, this is freaky, but I'll keep this short. We had this little nasty little cat, and Max was a toddler, 
and it was a little stuffed cat, and it was always dirty because it was always, I think it might have been a cat toy, I don't remember, but we called him Smelly Cat, and when Max was little, he could sing Smelly Cat. So, smelly cat, yeah, we were. Well, cat. we can't go through this. I, I got to know, who am I? Please, I, I've always thought of myself as a Ross, but am I not a Ross? Well, you're not mm. Joey. No, I might be not. Chandler. He's got a good sense of humor, but he's also a little bit like. Chandler's pathetic. You're not Chandler. I would you're say Ross. you're Ross. Yeah. You're Ross. With just a tiny bit of Monica. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole going Which back to the packing for your related. trip. Episode. They're related, by the it way. It is going back to. Oh, that's right. They're brother and brother okay. and sister. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Are there any episodes that I will be coming up on where they go on? Um, do Do they go on road trips? That would be interesting. They do. I want to compare I know, a it to ours, trips, or yeah. like you know, trips that you and I take together. <laughs> I like the ones where they trip back in time when they show them wearing wicker shoes and shoulder pads, and Monica's, Monica's a little her, on the pudgy side. Yeah, in her big, in her big. I haven't clothes. thought about that show. Pivot, pivot. I haven't thought about that show in years. Okay. <sighs> wow. Anyway, that's been my issue: right. waking up to the reality of like. Holy cow, this is how other people see me. You're a Monica. Yeah. You're a Monica. Yeah. This, this must be, that's what I thought. This is how Tess sees me. That's <laughs> how I see you. You are Monica. I'm not a Carrie. I'm a Samantha. Uh, <laughs> wow. What's Dustin I never, I never knew I thought I was a Carrie. And, uh, you're a Samantha? <laughs> no, that was a, um, a uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall oh, okay. reference. Okay. Not a Carrie. I'm a Samantha. <laughs> Well, anyway, that that would be it going forth into all of the rest of our trip episodes. I guess, you know, I've put myself in a box. We have our little stereotypes now, our characters, but... Yep, she's got nothing for that. Okay. I got nothing for that. <laughs> On to some trip talk. He has nothing for us. <laughs> he has... <laughs> Dustin has nothing either. All right. Uh, so we got another dining review. Mm-hmm. We went out to eat. Yes, at your suggestion. Tutu Tango. Cafe I've been there Tutu one Tango. other time. Cafe. Tutu yeah, Tutu Tango. Cafe, yeah. It's on iDrive. Um, I thought it was an artsy, fartsy little place. I like it. I enjoyed it. So why don't you I, tell us a little bit about the concept? Yeah, I have actually never been to a restaurant like this. This yeah. was the first time ever experiencing this type of concept. So it's it's food, it's art, it's music, it's dancing, it's Fun. It's it's all of these things, and uh, when you go to the website, they explain that it's supposed to evoke a time when artists found inspiration and uh, community in sharing food and drink and philosophy. We're supposed to think bohemian ethos. I felt like we should have been in black with a little beret, and I really wanted to smoke a cigarette on a lawn. It's very beatnik of you. Yeah. Snap our fingers through the whole thing. Right? <laughs> yes, right. absolutely. I... <laughs> But not really. I mean, yes, but then it also had a little just inner city flavor to yeah, it. I loved sure. it. You know, I mean, I I like I like the place. So you walk in, and it is a restaurant, but at the same time, it's an art gallery. Like in a legit sense, all of the artwork that's hanging up is for sale. You can purchase it. Uh, meanwhile, there is, from what I understand, always an artist producing artwork live in the middle of the restaurant that you can watch. We had a lady working, and you can see her right there in that little picture, hunched over her desk working on little... She was doing small canvases, maybe 
five inches by five inch canvases, little portraits of, uh, I think at that time it was animals, but I think she does other stuff too. Yeah. And then we found out at certain times in the evening, they introduce dancers, belly dancers, sometimes belly dancers, but not always one specific type of dancer, right? River dance. (laughs) I don't, I actually don't know if river dance actually enters. They have have Highland, Highland dancing at, uh, Cafe two, My two weak tango. ankles would not have stood it. I would have gone down first. First time. If I was on that Michael table, that thing would. came through the room with his little clicking if shoes. If I was on that table, that thing would buckle right under me. I'm telling you, if I'm slamming down on that thing, all 220 pounds of me. Oh, shut up. 220 pounds. I'm sorry, would you prefer that in kilograms? I would. Okay. Stone. I want it in stone. Yes, I'm. Three stone. 5.7 stone. <laughs> Whatever. Th- what is stone? stone over three. Okay, somebody in chat help us out. Stone is, I think, like 12 pounds, 13 pounds, something like that. Yeah. We'll figure it out. This is the part where JL exits the conversation yeah. when, when math comes up. Oh, So um, anyway, it's an artsy-fartsy little cool place. The art is not, it's all, I would call it, um, it's a little funky art. It's I mean, a bit Andy Warhol. Yeah, folk art. Yeah, and pop art as well, pop like art, you're talking about. Art. Because there is art based on a lot of pop icons. Um, mm-hmm. And there's even some Andy Warhol recreations that we'll talk about in there. Um, you know, uh, the table that we were at had a giant, uh, it was like an impressionist mural of somebody famous. So that Did helps. Did you get a picture of Yeah, it's somewhere in here. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'm Time for us to chit chat. Oh, I think it was Jim Morrison, um, and you know there was stuff like that. Guitars that that's Jim Morrison. I think so. Um, there were it's like, like Judy Garland, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there were like guitars, and I'm going with Jimi Hendrix. There was some like John Lennon stuff up on the walls, you yeah. know, stuff like that. For, uh, you know, pop culture references, but there was also some landscapes and portraits and stuff like that in there. It was as cool. Well. It was cool a art. lot to look at, a lot to take in. And like you said, there was some folk art in there too, like yeah. with uh, like a lot of uh, metal sculptures and stuff like yeah. that. It was very unique and not at all what I was it expecting. It made me think of Howard Finster. Do you know who Howard Finster is? No, do tell. Howard Finster is an artist, old man. Um, his whole property he lived on was art. Everything, he would turn everything into lots of painted weirdness. And, and we made a pilgrimage to his house one time in Georgia. Anyway, anyway well, Google it, it, Howard Finster. It caught me off guard because you said, I like Cafe Tutu Tango. Let's you know try that out. I, but you didn't explain it to me. I hear Cafe Tutu Tango, and I'm thinking salsa. I'm thinking yeah. Latin dancing. I'm thinking Mexican oh, food. Oh, si, senor. Yeah. I'm, but know, wow. si, I'm thinking Buzz Lightyear in the Spanish demo mode. You know, yeah. just um, I was not expecting bohemian artwork and, um, wow. okay. you know, what it was. It was so very, very unique. All right, but, well, before we get into the rest of it, I guess I'll say it's open weekdays, 11.30 a.m. to 11 p.m., and then on weekends, it's 11.30 a.m. to midnight. Um, they've got some stuff that they do regularly at the restaurant. The first one would be 2-2 hour, which Dustin, you know, participated in Monday through Friday from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. at the bar, the lounge, and the patio. You can get two-for-one drafts, sangrias, pinnacle vodka, Don Q rum, and margaritaville tequila. I actually I made a mistake um, in doing that. I, I went to the bar before you guys uh, showed up. 
um, just because I got there earlier than I thought. The traffic and the weather didn't hold me up as much as I thought. Um, and I went in there and I ordered a draft beer, which was two for one. And um, I closed my tab out. And she goes, she said, do you want your other beer? And meaning I've paid for one, so I get another one free. Yeah. Um, but what I thought she said was, do you want another beer? Meaning uh. I was not aware of this and do I want to pay for one? And I was like, no, I'm okay. And she looked at me like, uh, what? <laughs> Why? Why? Why do okay. you get back? Why would okay. you but she didn't question it because that saved the money or whatever. Right, right. Um, so the point is, if you go during happy hour, get your two-for-one draft two beers. two-for-one. Yes. That's right, two-fers. Okay, they also have a Sunday brunch and Bloody Mary bar. Um, that's that ele- sounds creepy, but okay. 11.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Well, there was a bit of a weird eclectic creep factor to this place as well. Why, you know, why do you say like, creep? Well, okay, for the same reason that, okay, Day of the Dead is fun and all the Day of the Dead stuff that we all we all love it. I remember a bit of creepiness I remember it. talking about that a little ways back on that uh, skeleton show we did yeah. about a month well, ago. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, Day of the Dead stuff is all fun and exciting and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, there's a part of it that's kind of like, okay. You know, I like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is fun. Tutu Tango to me, I, I would love, I would want my whole house like this. But I like the bright colors and it's the very vivid. weird eclecticness of it all. I love that. It's I, hard to tell in the photos because um, there's it's really dark in there, but they are very bright, vivid. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is very bright and vivid uh, paints and, yeah, it's the very, artwork very artsy. and the, everything. Everything. I got a little bit sidetracked, but this Sunday brunch in Blood, Bloody Mary bar. So they have a bottomless, bottomless. Bloody Mary and Mimosa Bar during um, Sunday. the Sunday brunch. Then they have Wine Down Wednesdays, which is 50% off of all bottles of wine. That's cool. That's a funny the, name. I like a nice that. play on words, yeah. <laughs> they sell it by the glass. And it says something on their um, website about everything's 100% scratch from the kitchen. Scratch. Mm-hmm. Kitchen. Yeah. And for those of you that use Open Table, you can make reservations online via Open Table. That's good. So, yeah. Parking was... Easy, easy. easy. Uh, unlike right unlike a lot of places on International Drive, especially like in Port Orlando or at iDrive 360, you've got to go into a parking deck to get a spot. They do have their own parking lot, um, and I would imagine that they, if you're not eating there, they would tow away vehicles and stuff. So there's there was plenty of parking. Yeah. We also didn't go during a very busy time, right? But mm-hmm. there was plenty of parking, but and they had their own parking it lot from um, the castle. Hotel, which is their back to back, and there's a couple other places where the parking lots kind of intertwine. Yeah, um, it's in the and I didn't know this until I was going down there, and I didn't even know this was a section when I because I came down on Universal Boulevard or Universal Drive or whatever off of the beach line. There was a sign that had it was called the Austrian, I think it was Austrian section. Yeah, and Tutu Tango was on that, so that's the side street, the, the Austrian side, place or Austrian right. way. So it was kind of the whole little area. And if you miss it, you got to go around and you know come around again. But well, I actually parked in the pirate mini golf parking lot. Yeah, and just which is right next right door. Over, so. She did not walk over. She drug herself through the wet I, bushes. I booked it. Yeah, because it booked was it raining. Through the bushes. It you know the sad thing about all that is I had three umbrellas in my car. You always have umbrellas. <laughs> I always have an abundance of umbrellas. You're watching JL run across the parking lot after you in know. my wedge heels. That was a spectacle. That was fun. I wish I that was that a video. spectacle. All right, we've talked a little bit about the atmosphere, but I mean. 
I don't know. Dustin, how would you describe it? Everybody keeps throwing around the word like hipster and artsy. I would definitely go with the descriptor bohemian. I think that that fits it a little bit more. It's more like you're going into a restaurant that happens to be owned by like a bohemian that owns a, a, a farm somewhere right, and right. this is their restaurant of their eclectic friends art and stuff like that. Yep. Um, that's exactly what it's but, so eclectic. That's what very at the same time, the, because you're on international drive, it's not going to bring in a crowd that, and I, I hate to say this about bohemian hipstery kind of people, but which sometimes I can find myself part of, um, it doesn't feel like an exclusive place where you feel out of place because it is on international drive. It is a very touristy location and you're going to, there's going to be all kinds of people there. I was in there with t-shirt shorts and flip flops and I felt fine. I didn't feel out of place. I didn't feel like the crowd was uh, sitting right next to us was the very average family, you know, they were British. Well, mom, dad, and two point whatever kids. Yeah. That little third point kid. Okay, so this place has been there for 20-some years. It's been there a long time. Okay. So it was there before the hipsters came along. That's right. It was, it to me, it's just eclectic hodgepodge of interest, interesting things. Mm -hmm. And I feel, I feel that way. The food was also very eclectic and different. Yeah, the menu was very, very. The menu was very varied. Be- before we go to the menu and the food, I did want to point out that they also have a very large um, outdoor seating area, mm-hmm. um, which is not as heavily themed outside. But it's colorful. That's their patio. Yeah. And it was raining, and it was nice to have that there. And they have the pull down um, like shade visory thingies that come down. You can also smoke out there, so just be advised they. It's it's a smoking patio they had a, as well. They had a few different um, sections. There was the patio. There was also a bar there, as you mentioned. But the bar wasn't a main feature. It was kind of tucked no. off in the corner. It's actually quite which small. I was a little bit surprised about that. But it was yeah. It was just kind of there as a piece. It was not there as a main focal point. It was a gathering you, spot. As you can see from um, the photo here, th- there's probably only about eight seats at the bar, but the window in the back opens out to that to outdoor patio. patio. And I would imagine at popular days or popular nights right. yeah. that they, they open that they up pop it open. and they that had, makes the bar a little bit bigger. Yeah. And they had varied seating. They had huge booths. We were sitting at a high top. They also had low top tables in another section. And then there was this one table near the kitchen. I don't know if they call it the chef's table. I would imagine if this place has a chef's table, this would be considered the chef's table. Is this the one? That is the one. It had these beautiful chandeliers over it and this extremely long table, almost looks like the Last Supper type deal. And all of the chairs were different. And I just thought it was, it looked like such a fun thing. Like maybe where the Mad Hatter and the March Hare have their tea parties. See, I like that. I love that look. That mismatched. That is my world right there. That is is, my world. It's almost set up like a picnic table in that, you know, it's built into the ground. There's these two long benches on either side. But the benches, quote unquote, are like giant chunks of raw like tree trunk wood and <laughs> and then out of that on each individual seat are random like 
chair backs from yeah. diff- all different styles. Again, very eclectic. Mm-hmm. I, and it's I all seated it. right next to the kitchen and the open wood um, wood oven yeah. where they cook the pizzas and stuff, which is a, a really uh, cool thing. You can watch them doing their thing very easily in there. That's cool. That's nice. Mm-hmm. A cleanliness. It was so dark, but what did... What did you guys? I didn't see anything that wasn't clean. Okay. Well, you couldn't see anything. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's how I keep my house too. I don't know how to Dim. describe it. I felt like it had a clean, uh, a, a dirty clean feel to it because it's a dirty that, clean feel. What the heck is that? It feels like an art studio, and art studios are not clean. I mean, they can be clean and organized, and I, I'm not saying you know there were bugs crawling on the floor, but it had that. Um, it had a lived I'm in sure feel. It, I, I'm sure it was sanitary, but it felt very lived. Yeah, lived in um, or just used. It it felt like an art studio, and it just felt homey get, to me. Getting it, you yeah. know, messy. It's a working environment. Yeah. So, um, but I never at any point felt uncomfortable with you know eating you no. know it wasn't no. it wasn't messy that way. It was definitely kid friendly when we went. I think I it would probably be the same in the evenings. I don't know. I think it. I think it probably, as the evening goes on, it probably switched up a little bit. I think in general it skews more to the young adult crowd. Yeah. And I even think, even though there were to. kids there, and we'll talk about the menu, I, I think that if I had kids, it probably wouldn't be my first yeah. choice yeah. to bring I them there. No, my kids there. No, I mean I. This is not on the, you know, like when we went to go s- to review Toasted, we both left and we were like, we're bringing our kids back. Right. This wasn't one where I left and I thought I'm bringing my kids back, but I didn't see anything in the restaurant or um, that I would feel like was something children shouldn't be well, around the bar. Or exposed to. I, you know. I, but see, but that was the thing about the bar. It was such like a minor I know, but I don't know. When my kids were little, now they're all up and drinking for all I know, but <laughs> I, I, I don't see this as kid-friendly. Embrace no. the darkness. I know. <laughs> I mean, my kids would all enjoy it, but my kids are all young adults and, yeah, you know, well, but and children that, in general, I don't think I would take my children there. That kind of segues back into the, uh, I think the way that this restaurant skews as far as atmosphere and the purpose that it serves we were talking, and it gets into the menu. Why don't, let's talk about how the menu is set up. Well, it's like a tapas menu. It's all small plates. Um, going right back to in the center of the table, there was a high stack of small plates, clean and ready for us to go, along with silverware. And they expected then, you to go through a lot of plates. I and, think it was literally a stack of maybe 10 plates on the table. And they expected you to, um, it was a sharing environment. You know, I mean, obviously, you could, if you wanted to hoard whatever you got to yourself, but I think, <laughs> which I do on occasion, um, this was a sharing. They want you to share the food. And that was the other thing that was very unique to me. I had never been in an, in a restaurant before where it was basically the entire menu, everything on the menu was set up and expected for it to be brought to the table and then divided amongst the entire table. So your meal didn't consist of an appetizer, a salad, an entree, a dessert. I mean, it did have, it it did consist of those things, but even the entrees were brought out and meant to be shared. The entrees were all brought out 
separated into bite-sized portions that could be split up. Um, we'll get into some examples of that. We can get into the examples what? right now. Yeah, Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So we all um, we all ordered something different, so we could share. There were things that were on the permanent menu. There were things that were on the special menu. One of the things on the I don't know if it's a weekly or a daily or a monthly, whatever the special. The chef's edition. Chef's edition. Yeah. Um, Dustin and I both thought the mussels looked good, and it was a Thai coconut sauce. And here's the uh, the chef's editions menu here. And it's got a little bit of information on there, um, information on what artist is there and how you can draw this picture of this dog. <laughs> you want to learn. It's like a human face Who dog. Who will give you lessons. <laughs> but um, So what we got the mussels in the Thai coconut sauce or whatever it was awesome they were really good. they were really good now dustin was whining a little bit about the little red pepper thing in there he got a hold of one of those well what what happened was you you had taken a couple bites beforehand and discarded the red peppery things that were in there and you enjoyed them and they were sweet and they were creamy and they were delicious very good and when i went in there I just took a big old scoop of everything that was in the shell, including those red peppers, which I have no clue what they were. It was unexpectedly hot. Not the hottest thing I've ever had. It was a tingly experience. It was for him. very, very tingly. <laughs> Dustin had a definite strong reaction. So that was good. What else off that menu did we get? There was something else that was on that menu uh, that you got, I think. Well, we had the alligator bites. Alligator bites. That was on the regular menu. Um, I think it was. The, oh man, was it the short rib? No, no, that was on the regular menu. No, it was the uh, the bean burger thing. That's right. It was like a little the bean burger wrap. Bean burger wrap, and it looked like a giant. There, it looked like a giant deep fried it something. Looked, it looked falafelish. It did, and then it yeah. had, but bigger than falafel, I think. Well, it depends on the falafel, but then it had the sauce on it, and you could wrap it in the bib bib lettuce, which I thought was really. Great and it comes combination. With, it comes with four of four of them. There's only three in this picture because they messed up the fourth. Yeah, one. the fourth one rolled off the, rolled off the corner yeah. of the plate. And it has, is there a little tomato under there too? Mm-hmm. Yes, came with a little bit of tomato. It was in very it. good. It was like three types of beans. That was one of my favorite ones. It was very good. <laughs> There's there the is. messed up one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor one on the end. Well, you can see the tomato at least. Yeah. Sad. Rolled off to the plate. We but this one plate. did end up being one of our favorites it, overall. It was by far my favorite. Was it? Was it? Good. That was the winner for you. Okay. Yeah. It was good. And then we also had um, the little short rib, and it was three or four. There they are. And that also came with a lettuce wrap, and it, it had kimchi on top. It right? was house-made kimchi, which when you think about kimchi, when I think about kimchi, I think about um, my Korean friend Boaz from high school's mom having a giant you know those jar you know the you know the big jar of Cheeto balls yeah. that you can get yeah. she would have kimchi in that red pickled cabbage stuff yeah. and, ready to go right this was not it this was house made kimchi and, and this it, was a little more mild and it had it had really no spice to it at all yeah. what it added to this dish was a little bit of flavor and a little bit of crunchiness right. to it what you really tasted through this whole thing was really good short rib the little tiny short rib but i it was thought good. i thought it was excellent short rib 
and I thought it had a really good texture, a really good taste, and it wasn't spicy, which is what both you and me were afraid of going right, into it right. with the kimchi. I thought it was, uh, if you like short rib, you're going to like this. Yes, definitely. Now, we also had alligator bites, mm-hmm. which I had had before. Have you had alligator bites before? Uh, we did once when we were in Cape Canaveral. Okay, and I, I have had, had them before, them. but they were bigger than this. Yeah, yes. these I've, were tiny. Yeah, I had them at the kitchen at Universal at the Hard Rock Hotel, and they they reminded me almost of like the Chick Fil A chicken nuggets. A chicken nugget, yeah. Yeah, this was these were more stringy. like little pieces of calamari or something. They yeah. were little, yeah. tiny little pieces, and they came with like a Dijon honey mustard, right? Which, which you was, didn't care for, but I'm Dustin okay with didn't it. like it. I really liked the I liked sauce. It. I liked it. I was okay with it, and I was okay with the eating the gator. You know, the the sauce is the reason why I was. Able to eat it. I don't I know. I don't know if it is a normal thing with this dish or just how they prepared it that day. But it felt a little soggy to me. I would have liked it to be a little there was crispy no crunch. and yeah. crunchier. Yeah, it was a little on the rubbery. The breading part yeah. was a little on the soggy side. Okay, so what else did we had? We had the. Um, well, we had the um, the, the sloppy little, Joe, the little sloppy Joe thing, sloppy Joe sliders. This now was this the- is one I picked. And this ended up being the disappointment. And of it the, was a. It had a, another name to it. I can't remember what the actual name was, but it was basically sloppy Joe. It sliders. was basically a slop, a pedestrian sloppy Joe that you could make at home. But it came a on a brioche, sweet little soft bun, um, with some other, maybe some onion straws and some other things on there. It was. It's pretty basic. Very basic. Very very basic. I. But I think it would also be a crowd pleaser, you know. It's something that, you know, if you've got picky people, this is something that would relate to something that they might have had before. I don't think either you or me are saying that it was bad. Oh, no. No, no, it it just was um, normal. (laughs) You described it it as taco meat on a bun. Taco meat on a bun. And that's what it it was just a sloppy (laughs) joke. Loose meat sandwich with some spices. But if you were here for friends, and by the way, I think this restaurant... Uh, it would, I don't know what their nightlife is like, but would excel in this. If you're out late with a couple friends yes. and you're having a few drinks and you get the munchies mm-hmm. and you say, I need, I need to get some food in my belly. Give me some sliders. Give yeah. me some of that sloppy Joe slider. That's a good, yeah. that would and be they a have good several, pick. You have the menu pulled up. They have several kind of sliders. Although it's not like the one that we were looking at, but here I'll let, you're always better at browsing through menus. Okay. So that, okay. There's the alligator bite. There was um, that, and then I also ordered um, one of their pizzas. Yeah. It was the the carne It was pizza. like the carnivore pizza or something yep, like that. Yeah, it had their Tuscan meatballs and... Um, like pepperoni. It wasn't pepperoni. It was... Shoot, it was some kind of like sausage up to the thing. pizza here. Sliced thin like Which pepperoni. Which one was mm-hmm. it? Yep. Yeah, with What? Which pizza was it? The carne. The carny looking for it. And you had an interesting description of this. I did. Well, okay, so here's the thing. It also had caramelized onions on it. And, you know, I took a bite of the pizza. Pizza's my favorite food to eat. I know that's really I know, I know, it's so boring. Um, But I'm addicted to it. I love it. No, that's like (laughs) the number one food group. (laughs) Oh, see I'm yeah. Ever since I was little, it's I if I could only eat one pizza, uh, one food for the rest of my life. It would be pizza. I'd be incredibly really? unhealthy, but that's what I. Jalen, just to start, how big was this pizza? Would you say it was about ten inches across? It was a dinner plate. Yeah, I mean, 
It was not big. It was, it was a, a small, personal pizza. It was a personal pizza, an individual pizza. I think it was six. They put it into slices, six slices. Yeah. And, Presentation um, was nice. It was. It came out on this little wooden artist's palette yeah. platter thing. It was cute. It was or really probably cute. Probably had paints had been mixed. So I ate it. And <laughs> Again, I, clean but used. <laughs> <laughs> so I ate it, and initially I was like. Oh, I like this so much. Everything tasted really fresh. The the meatball was good. The sausage was good. The cheese was amazing. And then came this second phase of it where I was like, I don't know that I like this as much anymore. But I think what it was was the caramelized onions coming into play at that point. See, I love caramelized onions on just about anything. I didn't care for this pizza. I, I had a don't... piece. Go ahead. I had a piece and I didn't like the meatball. The little ball of mini meats. Yeah, I did not care for that. So I was, was all too about big that for a pizza for me. Oh, I was all about the meatball and the pizza, but I do not care for caramelized red onions on pizza, and I think that's what this was. Okay. What I like is if you had freshly chopped white or sweet yellow onions right. on a pizza, and that went in the oven straight like that. That's fine. Caramelized onions have a different texture and a different taste to them. See, I like that, though. I'm but, okay with that. But I don't think it belongs on a, like a quote-unquote meat lover's pizza. Meat, no. Yeah. No. It's more of an artisan pizza with the yeah. goat cheese and the, yeah. you know, the frou-frou-y arugula garbage. That, yeah. I mean, I like all of that, but it would be more of that kind of a thing. It was disappointing that it ended with that last note of... Because it was so good in the beginning and the dough was awesome. I just, I loved the texture of it all. Like it was great pizza wise. And it was just that last little bit of something that was like, what is this? Yeah. Like I can't quite, do I like it? Do I I not like it? The paint on the palette. (laughs) What? Well, there was something else we had. Was there another entree? Did we miss one? Not that I can think of. No, because you named all the things I ordered. You named the bean. And uh, I took a picture burger. of everything, and I'm not seeing anything else. We Okay. Ha- so right. the last thing that we did we had, get was we did have dessert. dessert. And it was um, cheese cheesecake, cake, chocolate lollipops. cheesecake. Wait, cheesecake. Lollipops. Yes. Dipped in chocolate. Dipped in chocolate. I was trying. I didn't want to say chocolate so cheesecake. So it was triangles right? of cheesecake. Or misshapen shapes of cheesecake. There were triangles. There were triangles. There were four of them Which on a plate. I thought they'd be circular, but that's just me. Okay, well, that was just you. You were going with the lollipop theme. Mm-hmm. The stick is the, what makes the lollipop, not the shape. Um, How I felt about this was there was absolutely no flavor. Yeah. Like, you take a bite, and you're like, did I just eat something? Well, was our, there something in my mouth? Our, I can't tell. Our server was saying, like, this is my favorite dessert in the whole world. I love this. Right. There's I, one for each of us, including him. There were right. four. He was all about, he wanted to sit down and join us and eat that fourth lollipop. Which none so, of us ate. I don't know. I guess we, uh, yeah, none of us ate it because it. And we, it had chocolate on it, but the chocolate was, didn't have any flavor. How did that happen? I don't know. You how know, did, how is this achieved? The, <laughs> the, you know what? Um, I think both uh, Dairy Queen and McDonald's can dip their uh, dip ice cream cones, cones yeah. in the chocolate crust. That's way better than what this was dipped in. Yeah. And then the cheesecake itself didn't even taste like cheesecake. Well, the cheesecake, was, it was uber soft. It was so, I thought it was going to be a little bit more, it, there was a lot of, it had the crust inside, the graham crackery. Right, and that's all that's I tasted. All, that, that's that the was flavor it. that, that was you the tasted. only flavor. That and the whipped cream that we were fighting well, over. Yeah, oh, we kept having to dip it in the whipped cream so we could actually taste something. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, 
a poor use of calories. I <laughs> Seriously. That's the you trick. Know, if that's it's how I'm going to go, ooh, this is, I want more of this. No. And I'm all about the dessert. And I think whoever our little waiter boy, I don't remember what his name was, but we shouldn't have listened to him. We should have went with the creme brulee or something else. One of those other. I'm still like, it, and again, it wasn't that it was bad. It just didn't even taste like it existed. It was like I was. I'm still like my mind yeah. is blown by the fact that you could eat something and it didn't tasteless even, and not tasteless in a bad way. Just, just no, no taste. flavor. The, the flavor was the crust. Yeah. What, what you can do is go to your grocery store, go to the freezer section, and get one of those Sara Lee pie crusts. Yeah. Just munch on that. Dip That's it, what dip it is. It in, in <laughs> flavorless <laughs> chocolate. Flavorless chocolate. Put some whipped cream on that Put it on, on a stick poppy. and call it a lollipop. <laughs> so, so the point here is maybe go with a different dessert. Because yeah. I doubt that they're all like this. I, I would hope I would, I would hope that they have something that's But you know what's, what I liked I wanted about to try that the one. cookie cream Yeah. Pie. What I liked about the lollipop thing was it, it seemed like it would lend to sharing because we'd each have our own little right. lollipop. Right, so I'm thinking, oh, that's cool, and it's going to limit me. They had a cookie that sounded good. Mm-hmm. They had a creme brulee, and I don't remember what the other things were, but because he was all, you got to get this. This is this is the best thing. Well, the dude has no taste buds, so I guess not. Maybe they've all burned off or something because if he thought this was you can't good. too many of those red peppers. Yeah, that's what it was. There was no taste to or it. maybe both of your taste buds had died from the yeah the, the red both. well but you agreed with us so no that's true and i didn't need any red peppers or mussels because i would have been gagging but um it, it has nothing to do with you guys eat all the mussels that she you doesn't want. like the connectors I can't well i was having trouble with it when you kept saying get the connector i'm like <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not talk about it you, you have can't. to pull the muscle oh, out of the shell oh. and the connector just kind of snaps okay. like, a rubber, out, yeah. like a rubber band you know <laughs> And it just kind of, it's all soft and just slides right down. in your mouth, and it's good. <laughs> it's yummy. This is why I don't eat them. Oh, my gosh, just talking People about it. starving, you'd eat it. We talked about oysters and our Christmas traditions. Yeah. yeah. It was, okay. So here's the thing that I really liked about this restaurant. Um, oh, wait. Maybe I'll save that to the end. The thing, well, there was there was this that I did like about the restaurant. They had a lot of special dietary options okay. listed right there on the menu. There was a lot of yeah. vegetarian options. There was a lot of gluten-free options. How much vegan options were there? I didn't pay attention. Um, I guess I didn't look necessarily at the the vegan because yeah, it seems like a lot of, of it was meat based. Yeah, yeah, but the, then they but they did have the other things. The one of your your favorite was a vegetarian option that yeah, bean that, that bean burger good. wrap that was yeah. good and pricing um, six dollars to twelve dollars maybe per. It was not. It was reasonable. No, it, it was, was a little more than that. Was it? Yeah, it was maybe about nine dollars for. Well, I know they had a few like edamame and there's some weird things that we didn't get. They had hummus. They had some well, other things here we that go. we didn't. The the pizzas cheaper. and the flatbreads were like nine ten dollars. Alligator bites eight dollars. Um, I think the short ribs was the most expensive. Right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much everything's like between seven and ten dollars. But what did what did we walk away with? Our our grand total was like eighty dollars. Eighty bucks. Um, that was we also had a lot. Of all food. right, so eighty dollars divided by three, that's about twenty six seven. Per person, you had a beer. We yeah. had, you had water. I had a soda. Right. So for I've I've had worse meals for twenty five dollars. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't a fill up meal. 
It wasn't no, like it I'm wasn't. stuffed. No, you know, it was more like that was nice. In I fact, we away. all finished, and I was like, "You guys want to order something else?" <laughs> yeah, she was. Just, <laughs> I was still. She, I was still hungry. Um, I did go home and make spaghetti. This is this okay, is more I went like home and hang out. Too. <laughs> so, so I guess portion size. We're going to say this isn't. You're not going to. It's not a big sit down meal. No, it's not a sit down meal. It's more about the atmosphere. This is a hangout place and munching while you're hanging out. And at least that's how I felt about it. That's exactly how I felt about it. Just hanging, getting a little snackage, having a couple drinks. I mean, I want to go back. And I would love to go back with like a a group of friends, you know, girls' night out or something. And you you hit this somewhere along the line. But this is not some place that I'd want to go for the. You know, the for my big dinner. Or no, whatever. this is all about the atmosphere and the the tapas and the frou frouy and the chandelier and the I like all that. And it's all it was a I, fun place. Yeah. And even though our waiter steered us in the wrong direction for dessert, how'd you guys feel about him overall? Oh, I but thought he, he was, was very good. He was very nice, very personable. Yeah. Attentive. Knowledgeable about the knowledgeable. menu. Yes, he was very even, knowledgeable. Even if his opinions were wrong. Yeah, his opinion were his opinions. Um, well, not all of them. He was the one who directed us to the bean burger. Rats, that's right. Because I was going to pick the actual falafel. Right. And the I'm, actual falafel. As opposed to the bean burger. True. <laughs> Good suggestion. Know. I thought it was a nice experience. I thought it was, I'll, I'd go back. You know, I've been there before. I liked it. Before we uh, wrap it up, though, I have to mention these bathrooms. Did you head to the bathroom? No, I leave that up to you. <laughs> Every Tiny time bladder. What's happening in the go. bathroom? These were the smallest stalls I have ever seen in a restaurant in my life. They're miniature, and you have to be like to fit in. Glad I didn't go. And um, it's cute, very eclectic. Is there art for sale in there? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I had to ask that because – did you ever see the movie Big Eyes? Mm -mm. No? Okay, so in the movie Big Eyes, her art was being sold in a bar (laughs) – and it was on the hallway leading to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I thought, I bet there's art in this bathroom. No, there's not a lot of wall space in there. The whole facility is a bit tiny, especially each specific stall. It's cute. They've got cute tiles on the walls. And the doors have this, like, you know, clouded glass right. thing. The, and the um, one thing I thought was fun was the sink and mirror area. Again, has that, like dirty clean feel to it like the oh that's the farm sink from exactly the bathroom. exactly yeah. obviously it's clean it's a, a sink but it has that very worn feel to it and See, then I like this well i like it i like it too i'm not saying i don't like it i could live there and then it had the That'd two mirrors happy. and even the mirrors were not symmetrical one was yeah. rectangular one was oval yeah. and it was just totally this is my cute. life nothing matches nothing <laughs> You know? Yeah. I didn't check out the men's room, but I'm sure it was along the same lines. You know, almost like, what's it called? Uh, Not grunge. I can't think of what I'm I don't know. Never mind. But anyway, so I thought that, you know, again, the theme carried all the way to the bathroom, except for those. I just couldn't get over those stalls. It was like you have to turn like a Versus um, the other restaurant. Restaurant I went to where the stall was so big that you couldn't get your foot to. Right, you couldn't. You couldn't block <laughs> if someone intruders. Someone came in, baby. You had no way of stopping it. And you were like twenty feet away. Right. <laughs> exactly. There's got to be some something in the middle, right? Yeah. I something don't know. Where you're not somewhere on I totally... we will find the happy balance. <laughs> 
because, you know, you're either exposed waiting for someone to break in on you and know where to stop them versus I've got to stand and be because I, there's no room to sit down. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, the other great thing about Tutu Tango is being on International Drive, it is very accessible to many other attractions. Yeah. Particularly Pirate Mini Golf. Yep. Which we are going to get back to at and some point. And it's walkable point. to the to the eye and all of that. It's mm-hmm. very close. It's and it, and it is. And I drive, especially in that section of I drive, can be a very pleasant experience in the evenings to walk around. And I think fairly safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with There's that. Enough people around and enough stuff going on. I agree. Nothing too shady. So overall, Dustin. We don't what? have our spoons, but okay, go ahead. Oh, we forgot the spatula. You can grab the spoons while I'm talking. <laughs> okay. All right. Cut to you. All right, cut to me. My, my Monica Geller's kicking in here. Where are the, where are the spatula people? Um, my, my impressions are I would not take uh, a big family here. I would not take family with kids here. But I thought the food that we did have was good, if not a little bit overpriced. And I feel like um, it's, a, it's just a good good place to go on iDrive if you're in that area and especially if you like these uh this the tone that this place takes i would highly recommend it because there's something on the menu for everybody okay, really cut to me okay <laughs> they're completely bald now is that what my, we're doing? my you, people have no hair they need to go through <laughs> bosley my people have no hair mine did it just lost. okay so <laughs> these let's guys have do been. the little frowny for i don't think i'd take my kids okay not going to sit down in the bathroom because there's no room. <laughs> um, don't eat the cheesecake. But then let's bring out the happy guy. Love the eclectic art. Love the weirdness of it all. But is that enough? It is for me. And the food. There was something on the menu that I could eat. And if I'm ready, when I'm ready, and I'm not driving, there's alcohol waiting for me. <laughs> so... I would go back, and I will go back. So you give it a happy face, but know that the frowny face is right there behind him. Yes, the happy speaking, face, but whispering into his ear. Don't bring the children. <laughs> don't bring your dice mill children, but not at Tutu Tango. Okay, I'm done. Why are your spatula people so much more entertaining than the mine? Russian? Apparently, <laughs> not to bring the children. <laughs> If wow, look never... at yours. Yours are all trumped. Mine has... <laughs> <laughs> the... How did I get the naked Donald ones? and Ivana. Oops. Oh. <laughs> That's Donald. Maybe this one's Donald. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, Mine's Patrick Stewart. I really did enjoy... <laughs> Captain Picard coming in, <laughs> frowning at you. I really did enjoy <laughs> the experience. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay let her okay. get a word out. <laughs> Throwing the I'm done. Go ahead. Um, I really did enjoy the experience, but only within a certain context. And, you know, we've already talked about that. I, I think this is more of a hangout late in the evening type thing um or if you just want a brief snack to carry you over until you're going to get to your next big meal i guess um i wouldn't bring my kids either not because i don't feel like it's kid appropriate but just because um i think they'd be hungry when we left i don't think it would it wasn't a children's menu they would just keep eating and eating and eating and eating and eating and eating and I would. That's how they would be because it's not a big meal. <laughs> My kids eat a lot. Mine do too, but I just wouldn't take them because I, I honestly, I would take Stella because I'd want her to see the place, right? Mm-hmm. I would take Grace. I would take my kids at this age, mm-hmm. but 
not younger. And I don't, yeah. and, and mainly because there's nothing on the menu that a average run of the mill, I'm not even near the mic, am I? Average run of the mill child would eat, you know? There's no, I guess you could get a cheese pizza, but I don't know. I just don't think a kid would enjoy it. I think that my children would enjoy it, honestly. Yeah, the, but your the, children are older the, too. Yeah, uh, 15, 13, and 10. But, and I think all of them, yeah, no, they're not, you know, four and, you know, seven or whatever. But I think my kids would enjoy it. I just think that it wouldn't satisfy them. So for, as everyone else said, family perspective, I have to give it the frowny face. But I have to give it a really big happy face because I am telling you, if I ever am out and having a fun night and you're just needing a little extra something to do afterwards before because you're not ready to go home hey this is perfect Does this is perfect for that you're not ready to go <coughs> not anymore these just days. not I'm ready to go home, home yet I'm, I'm i'm hoping that day comes <laughs> i'm looking I for want a reason my home to be like tutu tango <laughs> i love that look that in parts of my house my walls are kind of like that in weird eclecticness I just felt real at home, so that's how I feel about it. So, in general, we give it the the happy spatulas. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it for this week's show. So, we're going to see you next week for more fun. Um, we are not exactly sure what we're talking about. It might have something to do with hotels and we'll the most wanted amenities. Yeah, I guess we don't know. No. That schedule keeps changing. It'll be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. We might have spatulas with we can hair stop talking and now, without right? hair. I'm going to go so. do some fun things with my spatulas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and with that, we are going to say trip out. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try. Dustin tells me the little red things are spicy. So I'm going to try one here. <laughs> well, I wasn't kidding. Yeah. yeah. Our eyes are watering. Was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't kidding with the spiciness. No, you're right. It was really, really good. <laughs> and I caught that one by accident. Oh, we need yeah. to warn people about this. This is a health hazard. Right. <laughs> is it still? I'm getting still tingle. Bad? Little tingle going on. It's good, but it's also good without eating them too. So, wow, my lips are still tingling. <laughs>